Welcome to Ask Mel and Maddie. I'm Mel. And I'm Maddie. And we're really excited to be launching this new section of the Mimi podcast. You're probably wondering what this is all about, but we're going to explain. Today we're in my studio, we're sitting on my nice pink couch, and the weather outside is terrible because we're in the UK, but we're really excited to be starting this new section of the podcast. We can't wait to actually interact with you guys. So we're both really passionate about the creative industry and illustration in particular. We feel like sometimes being an illustrator means being quite lonely and not necessarily know where to turn for help or advice. We've both been working in the industry as illustrators for quite a while, and although we're always quite keen to answer questions on the internet or on Instagram, we thought it would be super fun to have, you know, an audio version of answering questions and something a bit more lively. So we created this section of the podcast for you to ask your questions, you know, about anything related to art, illustration, design, freelance life. We also both really love podcasts and we know there is something quite magical about listening to other people talk about the things you love. So we hope you'll love this as much as we love recording it. So how is it going to work? How can you actually ask questions? You can ask questions via the Mimi website whenever you want. So there's going to be a new page on the website and you can input your questions and we're going to answer them together on the podcast. We are planning to record every other Friday for release every other Mondays. So the Ask Mel and Maddie Q&A episodes will be in between interviews I'm doing with artists and makers on the Mimi podcast. What can you ask about? You can ask about anything that's on your mind when it comes to freelance life, the business of illustration, your art practice, your style, all your existential questions, anything you want to talk about, we're here to answer them. We'll be like an open book and we're just really excited to engage with you in that way. For this first episode, we thought we could ask each other questions and talk about some of our goals or intentions for the new year because we're at the beginning of January and that's what we do. So, Maddie. Hello. <laughs> Before Hello. we ask questions, actually, I also want to introduce you because people who listen to the podcast may know a little bit about me already, but not sure. really about you. So, I'm French, you're British. <laughs> so, that's the big difference. A huge difference. Huge difference. Although you don't like, you said you didn't like tea, so. Yeah, I guess. I'm already down a point. <laughs> yeah, that makes you a bit less British. <laughs> but do you want to talk a little bit about what you do as well? Because you're an illustrator too. Yeah, so I do freelance illustration. So I work from my home studio as well. It's always hard to like describe what you do to another illustrator as well. Like it's always a bit like, I do what you do. I know, like <laughs> you know to... what I do, why are you asking me? <laughs> But I think, yeah, Maddie's work is so nice. And we first met not that long ago, I guess, like maybe, I don't know, I'm bad at, at time and math. a year ago? Like a year ago, yeah. yeah. And know. it's so interesting because our styles are quite different. Mm. But we really, like, I don't know, I just love what you do. And, and I love what you do. Oh. <laughs> and we're quite complementary in loads of ways, I think. So the question I wanted to ask you is about your style. A while ago, you were doing a lot more kind of children's books and children's illustration and your style was different to what it is now and I remember you talking about it and not being ultra happy with it and feeling like you needed a change and you did that you changed it quite a lot but it still feels like you but it's super elevated and amazing and I want to hear about the process of not feeling really happy with your style and your work and switching it around 
and yeah, now now finding success with that new style that works really well and, and looks more like you. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think for me, I wanted to start by saying like, it was never stuff that I didn't like about my illustrations that I was doing in the past. I was like, I don't want to bad mouth it or be like, oh, I hated everything. Because I did. Obviously, I love illustration. I love doing any kind of illustration. But what I was thinking about was my process where I just, I wasn't actually enjoying making the illustration. I was enjoying the outcome and I was enjoying all the little like bits of feedback that I get. But I just was like, I'm really struggling through each illustration. And why is that? And I think I've always been a bit sort of nebulous with my style. Like I've changed it up several times before, um, but never really sticking to one way. And I think, yeah, it, it was like around this time last year, really, where I was just feeling so stuck because every time I'd be doing an illustration, I, I wouldn't be sick of the outcome, but I just find the actual process of it, I, I just wasn't enjoying. So I was sketching quite a lot. Like that's something that I was noticing myself doing where I just wanted to get back to actually pen on paper or pencil on paper and I'd be sketching these things and realising that my sketches were like line art and I think that was a huge change for me where I was like I love the line quality and like doing little details why am I suddenly like taking that out of my final illustrations when I was kind of almost yeah taking something out of of those pieces so I think I started by just literally sketching something out, taking it onto the computer and tracing over those lines. And it kind of just slightly developed from there. And there's lots of other elements as well that I think were something that I was um, interested in. Obviously, for me, like nostalgic stuff is always something I'm really drawn to. And it was in my other work as well. I think that's why children's books worked so well for me because I'm just naturally drawn to stuff that's comforting and I don't want that to always be just for children I think everyone wants to be comforted by illustration but um I think that's what it naturally drew to and I think the style that I started getting was a little bit more I guess 60s 70s inspired which it's hard to say where it came from I think there's just maybe something going on in like the zeitgeist or something where I just was like I really like relate to these images um and something else I was thinking was like I also just like I wanted my work to get weirder <laughs> I wanted it to feel like it was um yeah just that I allowed myself to just go somewhere with it and this is what this style allowed me to do and it's hard to say you know what started first and how it all came together because for me, it was the process that I was enjoying so much by doing the line work, taking it into Photoshop and like doing loads of crazy colours. I was just loving so much that I'd do it again and again and again. And if anyone was following me on social media at that point, I was literally like churning out. And this was obviously self-directed stuff. I was just churning it out because I loved it so much. And I was, yeah, I think that's how that style developed in a stronger way was just me doing it again and again and picking new things each time, taking those influences of that 60s, 70s illustration, but 
also bringing in everything else that I'd ever done, which I think that's what style is, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of bits and bits and pieces from everything that you've picked up. And yeah. That's so interesting. I didn't know it was so process driven. Yeah, well, it was actually this podcast that made me think about it. I was mm-hmm. like, why was it that I really changed? And I think it, it's explained by, yeah, that kind of, I think for me, style is process, right? Like every decision that you make is something that leads to the outcome and all of those little decisions are your style right that's kind of how it how it works and um yeah I just think it was really getting me down that every time I did an illustration I felt like something was missing or that I and I think I realized that it was it was a process that I wasn't enjoying and therefore I'd maybe like cut corners on bits or be like oh I'll just copy and paste this little bit from this bit I just that's that wasn't fun and I think I guess that's a an interesting part of it is where the kind of hobby of illustrate or like hobby of art goes into the career of illustration right where you're like suddenly when stuff's a job you maybe start to try and like put it into boxes and like try and categorize and be like right I've got to do this and this whereas I feel like this style at least for now allows me to like push different ways and as I said make it weirder make it sort of even the lines themselves I think I was so when I was doing um no lines what do you call that I don't know (laughs) when you weren't doing lines yeah when yeah when I wasn't doing like like line work I found myself really taking care of the the shape but that would like almost overwork it because I didn't know when to stop I was like really focused on it and that would stress me out (laughs) whereas now I'm like woo lines um, and I feel like your work has, has got that gorgeous, like, shape, like, lineless shape to it. Can I ask yeah. how you, like... it's interesting, because I was just thinking, I do, obviously, all my sketches are line work, and I yes. love them. And sometimes yes. I'll be like, oh, I wish. But then also, I'm like, this is not my style. Because mm. that's a line or no line, it's a quite a big choice it's in your style. Choice, yeah. um, but I have tried also to do it, and I think we shouldn't reduce ourselves to not do You know, if you like it, explore it. Yeah. But a lot of the time when also, if I'm not sketching or just doing something for myself, let's say I'm doing like the stem of a flower, I'm not going to do the lines and then color it in. I will use a bigger brush, mm-hmm. either in real life or, yeah, we're looking or at you your know. beautiful paintings here in your <laughs> yeah. But that one, you know, <laughs> that one I did do an outline because I want to make sure I'm doing it right. But um, online, you know, on the computer, I will use a bigger brush and do the mm. You know, the shape, I'm not going to, am I making sense? Yeah. yeah and then I'll refine it. So I'm going a bit like a sculpture. It's more like I'm creating a lot of it actually is like that. I'll do the shape, I'll do a flower, but in full color. And then I'll come with the eraser and come refine the shape. Yeah. I'm making sense. So if I'm drawing directly, I don't use lines. But if for client work, you have to do sketches. And sure. obviously sketches are always more line work in black and white. Yeah. For me, I was always doing almost... So if there was, you know, a blue ball that I had to draw, you, I would draw, well, ball was too easy, I guess. But like a pair of scissors, for example, I draw the pair of scissors as a line work first and then take those lines out and put the kind of shapes in. And I feel like that was the process that was getting me all knotted up and feeling like, oh, I'm not really liking what this looks like. And I didn't like what this, so it's just, yeah, it's interesting how... It's also pro- like those little choices that I was making weren't making me happy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I felt like I needed to change. Yeah, you got to enjoy the process. I think it's interesting what you said as well about 
having the the weirdness come in because what you were doing in, in the the era as well because you said more 60s 70s I feel like your work before were maybe more like 40s 50s so it's mm. like you've grown a little yes, bit yeah true. and then the weirdness it's true as well <laughs> 80s like, 90s coming up yeah well <laughs> it's a bit too trendy I feel like yeah. it's coming back and it's weird <laughs> um but I think I love that about your new your new work is the I mean, it's not weird, but you're more free with what you're talking yeah. about or what you, how you're doing it and you can feel it and you yeah, go in directions I, that are more I fun. am working on my children's book portfolio. Like as we speak, I'm like trying to build some more stuff up to take the style into my more children's book work, which has been an interesting challenge in itself because it's like I was specifically trying to be weirder and now I'm like, okay, but I've still got to, you know, get work in children's book market and and kind of figure that out but it's been I think children deserve like weirdness too as well like it can be a little bit strange or I feel like all the drawings that I was kind of attracted to as a kid were kind of haunting or like kind of there's something that like stays in your memory if it's slightly scarier or not that I'd say any of my work is scary but um yeah I, I think there is a market for weirder children's book work out there so I'm just trying to find the line right now and and figure it out because yeah I really enjoy not pandering to like let's make everything cutesy and there's no denying that I do that as well and I enjoy that as well but I, I think there's space for weird stuff happening <laughs> yeah definitely but I do feel like your newer work is more unique as well because mm. maybe what you were doing before was well like you said cute and probably there's already some books that have this kind of cute vibe and and what you're doing now will be more exciting to see for kids for sure yeah hopefully I find that yeah I, I guess I was trying to I, I think my the work that I was doing kind of straight out of university was always kind of lends itself to children's books and I think that's why I said at the beginning because I think nostalgia and stuff drives me so much that was just naturally how it kind of slotted in and I was almost quite like maybe I don't want to admit, <laughs> admit that I was quite like oh I don't know if I want to do children's books I'm always see, see, like searching for something else but like I still think there's if I can find a place for the work that I want to do in children's books I think that would be amazing that's that's my end goal really mm. but I think when you're starting out it is quite easy to get trapped into like this is how I think that all children's books should look. And it's like, actually, you think of some of the, you know, well-known people, their stuff is so striking and different. So it's hard to... Yeah. Would you would you write them as well? Like, what's your idea of doing them? Would you I want to do your own? I've never been or? that interested in... Oh, although, funny enough, when I, was, um, when I was a child, I wanted to be an author. Like, that was my main thing. I also didn't think that illustration was a job. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe that's why I was just like, I always wanted to tell stories. I wrote an 111 page book as an, no, 100 and something page book as an 11 year old um, because I just loved writing. But weirdly, ever since I think I love, ever since I, you know, got into it professionally, I think I love a brief and I love having other people kind of define what I do because otherwise I'll just go off on one. And I've got a few ideas in my head about bits that I want to do, but I don't know. It's it's hard to define things down. And, and I think the style could kind of make it easier for me to come up with stories that I want to tell. Can I ask you about children's books? Or yeah, are we going to just keep chatting? <laughs> um, 
yeah because how about you like are you interested in doing any kind of book work have you done book work before? yeah I have yeah I have I've done I did like the Ocean Hero handbook oh, it was yeah. really nice because it aligned so perfectly with my values as well mm-hmm. um but I just had to illustrate that one I didn't it, it I think it's really frustrating for me because we see I'm a graphic designer as well and an artist like I can be so many different things and yeah. when I'm just doing one job on a project I'm always like, oh, but I wish I could have done the design around it and the thing. But I ended up doing the cover and all the illustrations inside. So I did have a lot of say into yeah, how it yeah. looked. That was really fun. But it wasn't really kids. It was, um, I mean, I don't know. It was maybe more like tween, teen yeah. kind of work, adult. But um, I've got this problem of wanting to do everything. <laughs> and uh, also, I truly believe if you want to do something, I'm not going to wait for... I'm not going to go and see publishers and be like, will you help me make a book? You know, I'll be like, I'll do my book and I'll release yeah, it. And yeah. um, But yeah, I've I've had ideas of like kids' books. And I think for me, it's more finding like the way my style is, mm-hmm. it's not that character driven yeah. compared to yours, let's say. So it would be figuring out how to maybe do it in a way where it's not traditional. Like, like what you were saying, which is really interesting as well. It's like, if you want to do something, you don't have to think, oh, how is it being done? Or this is what I need to do. It's more like, how can you do it in a very unique way? Yes, exactly. You know, so I was like, should I do shapes and, and yeah. weird little, I don't know. But um, oh, when I was in art school, I was doing a lot of this little character called Le Triangulos, which means the triangle in Spanish. Yeah. Don't ask me why I called it like <laughs> this. Anyway, uh, I mean, it was a triangle with arms and legs and it was a lot of storytelling. It was doing loads of different things and people loved it. It was line. So mm. line with color and that's really basic. Yeah. Didn't look great, but it felt amazing. And yeah, like you said, just... the process was, it was so personal. I have to show you. Yeah. Uh, but it was just how I felt and um, stories, little, little vignettes of things. And I was like, that was so cool. Even though I don't like what it looks like, the feeling and the process and, and how people felt looking at it as well yeah. and resonating with it was great. So I'm like, how I've been thinking a lot. How can I do this now with my current style? Mm. And I, I haven't found how to do it. <laughs> I think you have fine. a little bit. I think your like social media posts of stuff that, that making people feel mm. better or part of a community. Even doing this right now, like hopefully yeah. it's part of, <laughs> of giving people some answers. And yeah, I think that that feeling of wanting to use your illustration for other people I think it was something that drove me as well because I just was yeah I, I just always like that feeling of comforting and wanting other people to look at my work and be like oh this really made me feel fuzzy inside and I have had that where people have told me that and it's just the best feeling and I I wonder why I drive that if you psychoanalyze me I'm probably yeah. <laughs> just people pleasing but it it feels like a sort of magic sort of superpower that we have the ability to kind of make something and make people feel something else it's really nice <laughs> yeah but it yeah it's really interesting I was just thinking as well about your characters and um, oh yeah I my friend Beth got them. yeah my, I've got loads of yours I, I know they're still in plastic because I want to put them in little camp like little frames which I haven't found frames for them yet because they're tiny yes but yeah. I'm protecting them until then uh but I've got the pasta girl I can't remember what it says but for me it's the pasta girl yeah and it's so funny because everybody's been saying that it looks a lot like me, even though it's not me and there's oh. still loads, like it's got a vibe about yes. it, which is really <laughs> funny. And I think that's something with your new style as well. It's been so, yeah, it's just resonated with people a lot. I mm. feel like a lot of people, they're just 
Love it. I mean, have you found that as well when you made the switch that people were like, whoa, this is awesome? Yes, I've definitely seen people respond more to it. And I think it is that sort of nostalgic, but also emotions. Like I use emotion a lot in my work and it's not always super obvious. It's not like, oh, I'm going to draw something really sad. But usually it's, it's the positive emotions and the excitement. And I think where I'm enjoying the work the most is when people respond to it the best which is great it's a great like place to be in because <laughs> if it was I think previously it would be like people were still responding to stuff but maybe it wasn't as uh <laughs> as nice for me because I was like oh I'm not enjoying it we should talk a little bit about some of our intentions for the new year because we're the very beginning of the year I usually prefer to do it in September I'm that weird person that still September well because it's school like I think at school oh, used to for me it used to, and you know it was such a huge deal because I'd go to Corsica to see my grandparents for two months every summer oh. so it was like a huge break yeah. of like being on the beach every day being a wild child doing the wildest things in the forest and on the beach and the mountain <laughs> like you know and then coming back to my like suburban life yeah which was really boring in comparison I would get back you know for September and start the new year and that's always felt like that like it feels more like the new year than January for me I definitely remember that feeling of it being so exciting over the summer and then you're back and it almost feels like you've never left like after the first week you're just like oh I'm back at school and this is my life now but I I had kind of forgotten that which is strange because I feel like I'm a very like reminiscing person that (laughs) thinks a lot about school but yeah, I hadn't thought of that for a long time. So I do, yeah. I usually, but I like to do January as well. But I feel that freshness more in September. So yeah, what are you, have you thought a bit about your intentions? Like, do you ever make kind of resolutions and new goals for January? I, I tend to sometimes make more personal resolutions, but then I keep them super vague <laughs> uh, and super like open just to be like, yeah, just a little bit of everything. And I think... I mean, I can talk a little bit about my personal ones, but then I'm trying to think if I have any for art in general. I can't think of anything for right work. Now. I get all. I guess a lot of people do their kind of goals of what they want to do with their work, like dream clients and stuff like that. Yeah, I think for me, my New Year's goals are just generally to like have this style be the thing that's the main force and like. The main sort of thing that's getting me work because I think it has taken me a while to get around to like actually getting the work in that style I think that's something else to be said for it as well it's like you can't just change your style overnight and get work in it necessarily and because I was still getting older work and people would see my other children's books and be like oh could you do something similar to this so for me I, I would really like that sort of fresh start of this is what I do now this is what I want to go forward with And I think I have, I guess it was in December, I put things in place for that. Like I've got an agency interested in that kind of work that I'm hoping to like push forward and talking to, I've got a children's book agent as well, who is really on board with the new work. That's why we're putting the portfolio together now so that we can push it out and get, because I think that would be great to know that if I got like a book deal this year, with the new star that would be incredible I hadn't thought about it like that though it's funny I'm not a very yeah I'm not very goal orientated person weirdly even though I'm quite like optimistic and thinking yeah this could be a really good year but then I'm not very good at sitting down and being like right what am I actually gonna do how about you yeah I 
I'm the same. I was, I used to be a bit more and now I'm a bit more same, laid back about it. I think there's a lot of pressure, isn't there? To yeah. be like, you've got to do everything and be, and also a year is sort of like a man-made construct. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah. But obviously it would be nice to keep moving forward. Yeah. I think for me it's been weird because this year has been terrible financially because mm. we just bought a house. So what happened, I think the year before was amazing. Like my yeah. best year ever. And then, I mean, it was so, it ended in April and then we bought a house. And I think since April, it's been a lot of, oh, the house and like figure, yeah. you know, and so I haven't worked, I haven't, I've worked loose, but also I've had loads of projects that didn't, that's something else to be spoken about is I've had loads of super exciting projects that just didn't pay that much. Yeah. So I've been trying also to not value my worth with, you know, think, oh my God, I didn't make that much money this year, but I did have amazing projects like. Frankie and like doing yoga mat, like loads of things I wanted to do for a while. Yeah. But it's trying to not link your financial gains with what you, what success looks like or what, you know, what you want, I guess, what your goals were. Because I did, I do often write down like what kind of projects I want to do, but mm. it's not necessarily in January, but I'll be like, I want to do, yeah, a yoga mat. I want to be on the cover of Frankie. I want to be on the cover of whatever. So yeah, it's been weird for me, like, this January, because I'm like, I don't want to put pressure on myself. And and also, you'll put down things and they'll never happen. It'll be something else entirely that you're really happy about. It's a bit that yeah. thing of, like, don't expect too much. And you don't want to disappoint so yourself yeah. by starting out by giving yourself something that just didn't happen. And it's yeah. like, that doesn't matter. But for some reason, it makes you feel bad. Yeah. But it's more about understanding your, yeah, like, what you want to do and leave your... I think a big thing for me is, like trying to live my life as well and not just be working all the time yes, yeah um and it's hard because I love it so I'm <laughs> sure a lot of people have that yeah sure it's that same. it's that balance isn't it and if anything I'm in the weird camp of like I love working so much I want to do more of it <laughs> yeah. but it's just getting the projects in getting the right sort of thing in for myself um especially whilst having the like change around I feel like I'm doing a lot of self-initiated stuff because of the change and because I you know want to put my best sort of portfolio forward that suddenly I was like I need to do loads more self-initiated work is the most important thing yeah it it can really make or break me like I just feel like I need it and often I feel guilty about it I have to say I feel yeah. like oh I'm like I have this weird thing in my head where I'm like if I'm putting loads of stuff on social media people must think I'm not doing anything else mm. <laughs> but I'm just true and sometimes it's true but sometimes I'm just because I need it and also especially if I'm doing like a project that's kind of not igniting my interests in, in that way like I want to be doing stuff that I love and, and putting that out more than the other stuff so it's like if if I just keep sharing the work that I love doing then I'll get that yeah. in return yeah definitely but I know you mean the thing about thinking people don't work because they're sharing on social media <laughs> but I think it's part of our jobs now yeah you know, so I don't think people think that anymore it's portfolio building yeah. it's quite literally like that's what I've been doing kind of this first week of January is as I said putting stuff towards my children's book portfolio which is kind of strategically looking at stuff being like right what do I need more of what do I need mm -hmm. to show more and um yeah, that feels like it's work, even though it's not stuff that's getting paid for right now. But hopefully that will then lead to other work, which, yeah. It will. Just... It will, definitely. <laughs> that's the whole the whole game. But I need to do that. I think I need to sit down and 
and think about what kind of projects I want to attract and do more of that. Yeah. Like that's always the key, isn't it? Just look at everything and you're like, okay, if I want to do, yeah, children's books, what should I be doing? Um, although it's quite, that industry is actually quite specific. Yeah. But, so you know, like, yeah, if you want to do more editorial work, maybe do more single spot illustrations and mm-hmm. or character design or, you know, Yes, I want to explore more character design, but I also want to just do a lot of patterns and just do that. And you're doing more of your actual painting right now. Yeah, I'm loving it. But that's that's more for fun. Mm, Yeah, definitely. It is all process. Mm. And it's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) No, my mum said she came because she used to paint a lot. And uh, she was like, oh, why are you not making the canvas yourself? I'm like, ugh. Okay. <laughs> that's another because i'm not a handy person i just don't know how to do anything no i don't know i do know how to do some things but um so yeah maybe i should start doing that i think it's cheaper you buy your own canvas and then oh, like wood yeah, i don't know sure. i don't even know how it works but she used to do it and she was like it's quite easy i think once um, you start it's something you can but you have to buy the materials in and yeah you're gonna but i think it's cheaper it. than buying canvas because they can be those well huge, sales are just, yeah, yeah. Huge ones are um but yeah i've been loving the process of of doing that it's been really fun mm. this this one's taking ages because there's loads of dots <laughs> on a snake oh my god and uh but i love it it's just really it's relaxing so yeah i think process is is so important and it's so interesting that you said that's what led to the change as well um in your style i think if you yeah you gotta love doing yeah you gotta love doing what you're doing otherwise there's no point yeah, you can't exactly. just like the result and usually you won't i feel like if you don't really like the process yeah, I'm not like, really gonna like the. Result. It was still, as I said, there was still felt like it was something missing, or I was coming out of mm. drawings being like, I don't mind it. And it's, I think often I take people's reaction on social media as well, and I think, oh yeah, people are liking it, or people aren't liking it, and and that could be frustrating as well. I obviously wasn't happy with something going on enough for me to be like, right, I just want to like tweak it, and I don't think it's that normal to do such a like. I mean, it, we say it's not actually that much of a dramatic change. If you looked at my other work that I did in January and then in March this year, like or last year, it's not so completely different. No, like it's, it's an evolution. It's, it's an evolution. Quite, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, like sometimes I talk about it like it's this big dramatic thing, mm. but it's not actually that that crazy. But it, it, I don't think it happens overnight for a lot of people. Or like that. I I do think I just loved the process so much that that's what kept me making new work within I think it was a span of like a month I'd made more of my own work than I'd made for like a year before or something Mm. and just because I loved it and that was something that made me be like right I need to stick with this and and it's also getting a good response do you find yourself like getting maybe we're asking too many questions no that's fine no but I want it I don't know what your question is going to be but it's funny that you mentioned what people think on Instagram and stuff. I think that's what you want yeah. to talk about as well. I find it tricky to be led too much by that because there's so many things that come into consideration for what people like online. And like, for instance, it's funny because I've been sharing more of my paintings and they get less attention than like, yeah. like a, a watch drawing I'm going to have done quite quickly, which is fun. And then it, and it's like, why <laughs> care about my painting? <laughs> yes. They're better. Um, so I find myself thinking that, but, it doesn't change how I feel. I'm always like, I don't care. I want to do more of this. And this is what I probably want to do eventually a lot of. So I think, I don't know. I don't know if I believe, if I can believe in the engagement and what people like, because 
I yeah. You know, it's so hard. Otherwise, you're being led different I'm directions. I'm the same. You, where yeah. I'm like, I do think about it, but then I'm also like, oh, it's not going to just stop do me. what you want to do. Yeah, like try <laughs> trust your own gut and trust your feelings and what you like. Because and also it's like they say they like people like what they know. Mm-hmm. or what they see a lot of or whatever so if you're doing something new they might be like I don't know you know what I mean like it's you you can't win so I'm like no I'm just gonna share it one of it my most matter. popular things that I've ever put out on the internet was this tiny little like sketch drawing and it's so it's not bad don't let me mouth, like yeah. bad mouth my work but it is just this little I I scanned it in from my sketchbook it was during university it's called the lonely blogger and it was a girl sleeping next to her laptop and it was like a literal pencil sketch I scanned it in it's not scanned in well that's the something that gets me every time where it's like you can see the sort of chunks of of paper where I've like put it into a square or whatever it just looks really like bad badly edited because I didn't think anything of it I just was like I'm just gonna put this up on tumblr yeah <laughs> and that is like by far my most like liked thing and it always brings me back into a reality of like you just don't know like you could do the most relatable thing and that's going to be something that gets your likes but is it something that I enjoyed doing is it something that I had obviously at the time it was helping me kind of process my own like for me it was like it was a story about myself where I was sleeping next to my laptop because I was that's how I fell asleep every night and it was quite a personal thing I didn't realize that a million people were doing the same yeah. thing, you know? Um, it's just funny how you just never know what's going to be popular and you can never predict it, so... It shouldn't change the way you create or what you value, you know? Yeah, it's more that. Sure. Like, keep doing what you want to do. Keep making the things that you think are important. Yeah. I think that's the key. Like, interestingly, like, my new stuff, I think, was picking up on social media at the same time that I was enjoying doing it because I think I was producing a lot of it and obviously yeah. that's something the algorithm loves. It's just <laughs> yeah. constant stuff. Um, and like putting it on reels as well, like that seemed to like go a lot crazier. So it's hard to say whether I'm so high and mighty that I don't sometimes go, oh, I just want to do this to see if it gets popular or whatever because I'm sure I do it sometimes. But yeah, you try and just focus in on the stuff that's giving you joy and yeah and hope that it then gives other people joy because as we said from the beginning you are sort of hoping for that connection of of people taking something away and being like oh I'm really sort of kind of connecting with this um so that's what I want my stuff to do but mass market sometimes that's not going to work sometimes people are just going to scroll past and not connect with it and that's fine (laughs) yeah this was fun yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of fantastic. questions. But yeah, I'm excited to have real questions. I mean, these were real questions, but maybe it can give you guys um, inspiration for questions as well, because we talked about a lot of different things. And um, if you want us to elaborate more on anything, or, yeah. yeah, amazing. So, as you're listening to this, you should already be able to ask questions on Mimi for Creatives.com. I'm going to do a new page and. Yeah, we're very excited to see your questions come in next week and we'll record again next Friday. I'm getting confused with the dates now, (laughs) but we'll meet again and answer all your questions. Hopefully you'll love this format as much as we'll enjoy recording. Yeah, I've loved it. Great. Yeah, thank you. you. See ya. (laughs)